Welcome back to the Lashbase podcast. Today's episode is about the product everybody is talking about, pro-made fans. I want to discuss a few of the hot topics that I see mass confusion across the industry, hopefully clear them up, give you a bit of education and maybe even encourage you to give them a go if you haven't already. I'm going to talk through what are the differences between pre-mades, pro-mades and even handmade fans. We're going to talk through the mix-up and misunderstanding with the names of both pre and pro. Do they affect retention? Can they improve retention? I'll answer those questions as well as explain what the value for money for using pro-made versus pre-made versus handmade fans. Talk through the taboo of whether it's okay to use them or not and then give you a few application tips as well. Right, let's get started. So here we are in 2022 and you know what? We are still talking about pre-made, pro-made fans. Uh, it's so funny, I had a little look back and we did an episode back in October 2019, over two years ago, about pre-made fans. And I had a little listen to that and it's really interesting if you go back too because you can see just exactly how far the industry has come in only two years. It, it blew my mind, the fact that we were talking about is it okay to use them and Back then, I would say probably only about 20 to 25% of Lash artists in the industry in two years ago were accepting of pre-made fans. And I remember back then saying, look, guys, this is the future. These are going to improve because back then pre-made fans, in all honesty, weren't the greatest. They did a job and they had a place and some were actually OK but the bases weren't great, the way they were manufactured wasn't great. Whereas now, fast forward just two years, which in the grand scheme of the lash industry is not a long time at all, so things are only going to improve further in the next two years, they have come so far, and so much so that they are indistinguishable from handmade fans for the most part. There are pros, there are cons, as always, with anything. You could say the same with handmade fans and talk about the pros and cons involved in those. Uh, and to be honest, I am going to during this episode because this episode is about the latest and greatest, most talked about Lash product that is out there, and that is ProMade fans. So first, I want to talk about the question that everybody asks, what is the difference between pre-made and ProMade fans? And to start this segment off, I want to talk about all the differences and what's available, just so you know exactly what I'm talking about, uh, and it should helpfully sorry, hopefully help you make a decision when you're looking to make purchases or try new products or just understand exactly what's what when people start talking about pre-mades or pro-mades. So first up, we'll just talk about and talk through the options of pre-made fans. So things uh, started off with pre-made fans that were stuck by the base on the strip of lashes. Now these are still available and these are actually okay. They have improved in quality since the original launch of them, but there are surprisingly many brands that still sell the like, in my opinion, unacceptable versions of pre-made fans. So these are just simply fanned out lashes made by machine. So this is an important point actually. Pre-made fans are made by rolling lashes around a rod and then separating them with a, a pick-like device. This gives them that symmetrical fan look. So they're machine made, they're not made by hand. Um, the positives of this, it means that they're perfectly symmetrical. It means that quite often they are well manufactured and well made with um, limited or minimal 
uh, human error involved. So that's a good point on it. But what you've got with pre-made fans is you've got the more old school versions, uh, which a few brands do st uh, still sell today. And they can be made from lash fibers that are technically too heavy for the natural lash when you put them and their flat bases together. Because the thing when you've got a pre-made fan that's stuck at the base to the strip is the base of it can only be most of the time anyway, can only be flat. And that means that your application can only be a certain way and it means that the width of the base potentially could be too thick, which could cause damage if you're not paying attention or not applying them in the right way. So that's like the old school version of pre-made fan. And then you've got this new generation, new school pre-made fans, which are like absolute peak of quality in lash manufacturing with fans. Current day, top of the range pre-made fans, which you'll see um, nearly every single brand has them now because in all truth, there's only um, probably I could count on one hand the amount of manufacturers in the world, but they're growing by the by the month, I'd say there are more and more manufacturers that are capable of doing this now. So you're going to see the flow of pre-made fans become even better. And this is why pro-made fans, sorry, pro-made, this is why pre-made fans over the course of the pandemic have been so hard to get hold of because the limited number of manufacturers over in the Far East have had such trouble keeping up with demands and also a uh, few of the places in which they're manufactured have obviously been hit by the pandemic, just like we have over here. Um, so these new generation ones are made in the same way by rolling them round a rod and using a pick to sort of separate them. And then the key here is the bases themselves are actually pinched tight. So then you get that same perfect, amazing base, which gives you the perfect uh, base for application in exactly the same way that many would make a handmade fan. Um, with the differences of pre-made fans, you can also get them whether they are pre-glued or whether they're not pre-glued. These new generation ones are slightly pre-glued. They have to be to hold those bases together. And that's okay because with pre-made fans, what many um, handmade fan handmade fans makers do is they do something called crystallizing. Crystallizing is when um, in advance of the appointment to save time, they hand make their fans dip them in a little bit of adhesive just to hold that fan together and then store them until later on. So in essence, they're actually just making their own handmade fan, their own pre-made fans just beforehand to save time during application. And that's where pre-made fans come in and sort of uh, fill that gap of saving time because you don't have to pre-make them beforehand. With pre-made fans, the problem with them is because the manufacturing takes so long um, because of the way that they're made and the uh, availability of the manufacturers capable of actually doing this, it means that the costs are so high to the supplier, like Lashbase, which means that to sell them as a product, because at the end of the day, this is business and to make a pro uh, profit still, because that's what everybody's here for, it makes them very expensive to the end user to have to buy, which means that the uh, value for money isn't always there when it comes to pre-made fans of the cost per set, because sometimes if you're using... Uh, if you've got a client with lots of natural lashes and you are using uh, hundred, getting 100% coverage on them, you're going to use a lot of fans. And this means that sometimes it can work out at between 10 and 15 pounds per set of lashes for pre-made fans. And if you're paying, uh, if they're only paying you 40, 50, 60 pound, then you're going to see how you're not actually going to make the money that you need to have and run a successful lash business. So that was one of the major problems recently of these new generation pre-made fans.
It's completely understandable. So because of that problem, there needed to be a solution. And that is then where ProMade fans came in. So this new, um, well, it's not, it's relatively new. Basically, it's loose pre-made fans, but the difference is in how they're manufactured. They are manufactured by hand. Don't get me wrong. I don't believe that they are made in a way that a professional sits there with a full tray of lashes and fans them out one by one. But there is a lot more human um, manufacturing involved with this. And because of that, it means that the speed is a lot quicker. It means that the price is a lot cheaper for everybody involved, which is why now ProMades exist. And they're basically loose pre-made fans. Uh, ProMades exist now and can be sold for the same value, as money, value of money as you would get from having and doing a handmade set from a normal tray of lashes. So that is what the difference is between pre-mades and pro-mades. Pre-mades are the expensive machine-made symmetrical precise uh, lash products. So if you care about the highest quality professional symmetrical then you have to pay the money and potentially you're going to have to wait for supply although supply is improving um, they still do cost although the costs will come down over time um, then they are for you pre-made fans if you are somebody that um, can work with uh, sometimes not symmetrical because in my opinion all fans do not need to be symmetrical to create that personalized look I've seen some of the the fans people are making and then by no stretch of the imagination symmetrical but when you see that end set they are unbelievable um, and although pro made fans are absolutely excellent that is something that you come up against the pots that they come in um, when you receive your fans they're not all the same width they're not all identical however uh, that's part of, uh, if you could say, the charm of them. But then equally, that's part of what you're paying for. You pay so much less money for pro-made fans as you do for pre-made fans. The quality is unbelievable. And I, I'm i a huge fan of them, no pun intended. But I'm a huge fan of them, uh, but that is the difference. There is, and this is what's bringing me to my next point, there is a huge misunderstanding um, a lot of miscommunication uh, with what is and consists, like what qualifies as a pre-made or a pro-made, why are they called what they're called, and what are we all getting wrong in the industry, including lash brands. So that's what I want to talk about next. So back in the day, before pre-mades or pro-mades um, existed in the world, there was um, something called pro-made fans. <laughs> now bear with me on this. Pro-made fans originally were or is the term coined by lash artists that would hand make their volume fans before the client comes and they would uh, dip them in adhesive and then store them for later. So that was um, instead of being pre-made, they were pro-made. So it was a play on words um, used by I can't I don't know who sorry used by someone and then it just caught on so everyone would then say yeah I I pro make my fans I've used pro made fans here so that was before uh, what you now know as pro made fans existed so this is where and when pro made fans finally came out um, and they were given the name again probably uh, you could blame lash brands for this uh, they're made by hand therefore they're they're not pre made. There needed to be an, a distinguishable difference in the name, which is where ProMade came from. And then that name has just stuck with these lash brands, which has kind of taken over from the term that was originally used for 
bromades, which is when someone was hand making a fan themselves before and they would look after them until the point of application because they're the pro, they've made the fan promade, if that makes sense. So that's where the confusion has kind of started because now we've got to have the different, the ways to distinguish the two types or the multiple types of pre-made fan that exist. And that's where pro-made and pre-made has now come in. So now what we uh, and most understand and what you'll need to look out for when looking for the types of pre-made fan, because that's what a pro-made is, is a pre-made fan. And arguably, again, if a professional lash artist is hand-making a fan in advance of the, of the appointment, the lash appointment, then that is also a pre-made fan because they've pre-made it. Uh, however, this is where the confusion has all, has all began. So pre-made fans are the ones that are made by machine and are the super symmetrical ones. Pro-made fans are the ones that are made by hand and are loose. And they are loose fans that are ready to go to be used. Pro-made and pre-made. They are the two ways to explain the differences between them. Another issue and another uh, extra layer of confusion has come into the industry because now there are brands that are selling what we know as currently as pre-made fans, they are now selling them as pro-made fans. And the reason why they have called pre-made fans pro-made fans is because they are such high quality that they need to be described as professional to distinguish them from pre-made that maybe once upon a time weren't as good. So therefore they're now calling their pre-mades pro-mades, which is trying to take over from the loose pre-mades that were pro-mades, which took over from handmade fans in advance called pro-mades by the professional. So if you can understand any of that, you can understand now why there's a mass confusion in the industry. And quite often when people don't understand and when they feel like there's this confusion, it does then result in a bit of negativity because it's a, it, people get defensive. So now someone's opinion and belief of what a pre-made and a pro-made is is completely different to the next lash artist's opinion of what a pre-made and a pro-made is. So if two people have two completely different views on what they think is uh, objective truth, objective fact, that's where the confusion and negativity comes in because there's not a clarity in what's what at the moment. So as far as I'm concerned a pro-made fan are the loose fans in a pot and a pre-made fan is the ones that are in a tray. So that's how I distinguish them. But I know for a fact that there are brands out there that are misnaming, in my opinion, again, this is all opinions. So this is why you've got to try and almost forget about the fact of pro-made and pre-made and maybe read the description, contact the supplier you're using, get a sample first, ask how they're made, ask what's going on um, to get a better understanding of it. So now there are different types of pre-made fan. There's the handmade volume fan by a lash artist, by you, that pre-makes pre their fan before the, the appointment. You would call that pro-made, I guess. There is a pre-made fan in... Um, the old school scents, which are the ones that are pressed in the tray on the strip just at, by the base. There's the pre-made fan that are the current new generation version of pre-made fan with the pinched bases. There are pro-made fans now, which are the uh, loose pre-made fans in a pot that are made um, at scale uh, by hand. There are now pro-made fans, which are pre-made fans so I'm not sure where they distinguish 
Um, the differences are there. So, yeah, I was trying to explain the misunderstanding and miscommunication within the lash industry currently with the names and what makes and constitutes a pre-made or a pro-made. But as you can tell from that five-minute ramble there, there really isn't uh, necessarily a correct answer at the moment. So it's just all about having a look and speaking with um, the manuf- uh, sorry, the supplier of this the product that you're looking to buy, look at pictures of the work, uh, go with a brand that you trust, um, rather than focusing so heavily on the name. I had somebody message me the other day, uh, I'm not going to mention any names or anything like this, and, and everyone's entitled to their opinions, much like I am entitled to my opinion with everything. So nobody's right or wrong. I just found it interesting. Someone uh, said to me, I'm interested in buying your pro maids, but I'd like to know if they're made by hand or made by machine, because I won't buy the ones that are made by machine. Now, what is, the, what is the reason for that? Why does it matter if someone um, has made them by hand or made them by machine if they're both identical? If they both give you the end result that you want, then surely it doesn't necessarily matter how, they, how they're made. But all that did was show me that there is still some slight taboo within the industry over pre-made or pro-made fans. And don't get me wrong, I get that. Like The industry now has been around 15 plus years. So we do have people that have been in the industry and seen quite a lot and been through quite a lot. I also understand that sometimes change is hard. Change and adapting to that change sometimes is hard when you are... I won't say set in your ways, but when you're doing something that's working for you and all of a sudden something new comes along and uh, there's a huge uptake to it, sometimes it can feel like your hard work has meant nothing because there are people that have spent a lot of money on handmade volume. And don't get me wrong, I still feel that it is vitally important to go and take a proper volume course and learn everything you can. Uh, And I don't mean just the the one-day go in, get your certificate and move on. I feel like it's an ongoing learning thing. There's so much that isn't being taught, and this is going to be a whole other podcast episode, believe me. Uh, there's so much that isn't being taught right now, just because the the quality of the products that are coming through mean that it can be used with less education because you can just apply and go. Like Nobody is going to be dying from the way you're applying a lash. No one's going to get permanent lash damage. Yes, you can cause lash damage, but they will grow back in most cases. Obviously, I'm not a, not a medical professional here. However, when it comes to the differences between pre-maids and pro-maids, uh, it's a really hard one. At the moment, the problem that uh, we attempted and have uh, believe we're doing really well at, uh, at Lashbase, is solving the problem that people were saying that pre-made fans are not good value for money. So we wanted to bring out a product that we could completely solve that issue. Anybody that says that, that is no longer true, especially with pro-made fans. Um, So the next bit, and I'll come on to that, but the next bit I do want to talk about, and this is something that people uh, often bring up recently, and again, as with anything new in the industry, these things can cause problems, uh, and that is retention. Can pre-maids and pro-maids, probably more specifically pro-maids these days, because that's the the latest thing since we released pro-maids, uh, probably 50% of Lashbase customers went ahead and bought them. They'd never used anything like it. And then when you get problems, you want to say, well, I never had problems before, and you try and look for the obvious answer. Well, now I'm getting problems. It must be the lashes. Therefore, pro-made fans have worse retention than normal handmade fans. And I'd like to talk through that and talk about how a lash product could or could not affect retention. And that's what I want to talk about now.
Okay, so talking about the makeup of these ProMade fans. So if you are suggesting that it is the the ProMade fan itself that affects retention, then you're either talking about uh, how it's made or the product, the ingredient, the fibre itself. Now, the fibre of all pre-made fans, no matter where you're buying them from, is the identical fibre to the ones in the normal standard lash trays. So they are simply just pre-made fans. Just like you make them yourselves, that is what a pro-made or a pre-made fan is. So there is absolutely no reason to suggest that the material fibre of the lash itself is going to cause you any difference in retention. Now, something that has happened since the um, explosion of pre-made fans and pro-made fans is the differences in application. Now, they are advertised and they can be applied in the way that you would apply a normal classic lash, just uh, isolate and attach. Yes, that is fine. However, sometimes, and what we're noticing is it's the application, the base could be lifted, or the way that the base is bundled on the pre-made or pro-made fan sometimes isn't taken into consideration because you might have a flat base, a stacked base, or a bundled base, and any of those different types are going to need to be applied to the different, either the top, underneath, on the side, of the natural lash of your client. So especially when it comes to pro-mades, pre-mades are more often than not a bundled base, but it's still worth, when you pick them up, from the tray or from the pot, have a look at that base. You're either going to see them sort of nicely bundled in what looks like a little circle, and then they're the type of um, base that can be applied anywhere on the natural lash, or you're going to see one that looks stacked like a straight line. They're more likely and needed to be attached and applied to the side of the natural lash, and if you've got a flat um, pre-made fan on the top or on the bottom, it's probably going to be your best bet. And if you're new to pre-mades or pro-mades, and quite often in the industry, because we have a lot of new people coming into the industry all the time, they're going from classic lashing to pre-made, pro-made fans, rather than doing any volume lashing. So therefore, they don't consider, or you might not consider, what the base is looking like. You're just trying to apply it like you would a classic lash. And you're not wrong for thinking that, because it can work that way. So quite often when uh, you're getting different retention, or not as good retention and you're thinking it's the lash itself it is simply an application issue because you haven't looked at the base so top tip would be have a little look at the bases that you're using um, if you haven't got great eyesight then the a good way to kind of test and get an idea is when you pick up that fan place it down and see which way if it rocks to the side or not because sometimes when it's a properly stacked base uh, you can see that they will not sit up like a normal fan would. They will tilt to the side. And it gives you an idea as to what the base is like anyway without a close look up on it. Um, so that's one thing that can affect retention. Another thing that affects retention, if you're going from um, any other type of lash, making handmade fans or just classic lashes into using these, they are a different lash. They are uh, you're going to be lashing at just that split second different pace. Your isolation will be just that tiny bit different when you're trying to make and apply that that pre-made fan or pro-made fan and the the minute split seconds that we're talking here is such a massive difference when it comes to lash adhesive so again i won't talk specifically about lash adhesive and the problems in retention that can come from whether that's too fast or too slow because when you get your lash adhesive a 0.1 of a second difference is a massive difference in whether you're getting the perfect bond or a not perfect bond, which then does affect retention. So again, it's not to do with the lash. This is to do with timings. So you've got your application, you've got your timings, and you've also got whether you're picking up 
enough glue. Sometimes um, it has been said, um, I've, I've not experienced this myself, and we've done a lot of pre-made and pro-made fan sets in the office um, that I've, I've kept my eye on just to watch because we have to learn and try and figure out what potential problems could arise, which is what gives us the information and education to be able to share and help others and teach others with it. Um, and yes, yeah, sometimes using a little more adhesive than you usually would can help. But sometimes um, that isn't always the case. But I'd say that is probably my third tip for trying to achieve good retention. Now, something that I've heard people say quite a lot, uh, and they have ever since pre-made fans came out, about retention versus handmade fans is, but they can't wrap around the natural lash. And whilst, yes, that is completely true, you cannot wrap a pre-made fan around a natural lash because they're already crystallised, as mentioned earlier, uh, there are many of the top lash artists that pre-make, that pro-make, that crystallise their lash fans before the application so they can apply them uh, just like they normally would and just like a classic lash. So classic lashes can last as long as the natural lash cycle will allow. They'll last um, weeks and weeks if applied correctly, just in the same way that a, a set of handmade volume that are wrapped around the natural lash would last as well. The thing is, the product that we are using to make this bond and to stick is cyanoacrylate. And cyanoacrylate is superglue. If you look at the ingredients of superglue, it is cyanoacrylate, it is superglue. So obviously there are a few extra ingredients in lash adhesive, but in essence it is literally just superglue. So if you apply and get the bond correct, following those tips that I've just said, and everything else is in your favour, temperature, humidity, your client's natural lashes are, are clean and ready for application with the right pH levels and just, just absolutely everything. I know there are so many variables and um, that can affect the retention. However, if you get all of those correct, then it doesn't matter that it isn't wrapped around the natural lash, because if it's applied correctly, it will last as long as the natural lash cycle allows. That is it, it is completely stuck on there. So the argument of, yeah, but they don't wrap around, that's why they won't last as long, like the, that argument is true if you're not getting everything else right. It gives you a bit of a better advantage, maybe. But if you get everything else right, which you should be doing, or you, which you can, I say you should, you can, then a pre-made or pro-made will last as long as any type of lash. Flat, uh, camellia, handmade, pro-made, pre-made, classic, whatever you want. They all should last, if applied correctly, the length of the natural lash cycle. And that will be completely different for all clients. It will not be the same. People lose lashes at a different rate. Um, yeah, and that's that in terms of can promades or premades affect retention? Yes, they can, but that's only if you're not applying them correctly or you're not using the correct technique or you're not getting the correct bond. So this could be said, you could say, well, do tweezers affect retention? Well, yes, they can if you're not using them properly. Does glue affect retention? Yes, it does if you're not using it properly. Does anything, any lash product that you're using, um, you know, the, the flexi bonder, the, the bonder you use at the end of a set, can that affect retention? It can if you're not using it correctly. Can a primer? Yes, it can if you're not using it correctly. However, if you use any of these items correctly, they do not affect retention in any way. And that's exactly the same as a pre-made and a pro-made fan. If you use them correctly, they make absolutely no difference to retention. They will last as long as anything else lasts. Now, I hope I didn't come across as too strong with that, but it is something that I see quite a lot when people come out and they give it as if it's a factual statement. 
yes, retention isn't as good as if you use X, Y, or Z. Like none of that is ever true. It all depends on how you're using it and all of the variables, because this is the thing, and I know I repeat myself quite a lot with this one, whether it just be online or not, but there seriously are so many variables at play at any given time. No two retention issues are the same. Like there are so many variables that are unique to that person that's suffering with that at that moment. So therefore, when someone else says, oh, me too, I've had that problem, um, it's not necessarily that exact problem they've had. They may have had a problem that has caused a retention. And quite often you look for um, confirmation bias, the obvious answer, and you want people to agree with you so you can point at what it was. But troubleshooting for retention is so much more than blaming the products. Um, but again, uh, if you are interested in more about retention, please just DM me and let me know that you'd be interested in another episode. And I'll be more than happy to, to talk about it and try and give some positive advice uh, to help everybody with retention problems, because I know they can be so stressful and so frustrating. I just wanted to make sure that you can confidently believe that using a pre-made or a pro-made fan will not affect your retention in the slightest. Moving on to the last section in today's episode, and I want to talk about the argument of value for money when it comes to pre-mades and pro-mades and uh, why this is no longer an issue in our industry and something that's only going to get better with time. Uh, if you just think about how far we've come in the two years since it was terrible value for money and it's now come all the way around uh, because obviously if there's a problem, they're going to be solved eventually. That's that's how the industry grows. It's how the industry adapts. So I just wanted to explain that to you because I still see and it's fair enough because if you've used pre-mades in the past and you know how much they can cost, especially even now the, the current top of the range new generation pre-made fans are uh, more are not as good value for money as hand making fans however obviously there's an argument to say whether you save time um, in applying them anyway or if you just have some as uh, standby so you can throw them in when your client doesn't want to be there for that long i get that i get the fact that you could also say that would you rather um, imagine a client says oh, they don't have three hours they only have two hours would you rather have them or not but then make less money per per client, um, you could decide either way in which you want to go with that. So I get that with pre-made fans, especially of the past. But what happens is people have experienced this uh, poor value for money in the past, and they've, they've had that now stuck in their mind, um, and they haven't seen the difference of pro-made fans. So I'll talk specifically about Lash-based pro-made fans right now that we've just launched. Um, you can and this is this how we wanted to price them because we we tested these we knew they were amazing we knew that they are they're going to be great and we wanted to make sure instead of putting them at a price in which we knew people would still buy them uh, we wanted to put them at a price even lower that would be uh, a complete match for a handmade tray of lashes so for example taking our 3Ds you get uh, 1000 fans in a pot and you pay 17.99 so that works out uh, under 2p per fan so if you work out in a normal tray of 0.07 lashes if you were going to hand make your fans normal 0.07 lashes you do get around about 3,000 or so that individual lash strands per tray so straight away they both cost exactly the same and you get out of them the exact amount of same amount of fans so you're paying the same you get the same amount of fans however the pro made fans in a pot are already made for you now, on top of that, when you're hand making your own volume fans, you definitely, without fail, will try and make a fan and you'll just 
mess it up a little bit and you just quickly without even considering it just quickly drop them to the floor don't you brush them off your table and you try and move again and try and make your next fan you could lose up to five ten percent of your tray just from mismade fans whereas pro made fans again they reduce that so there's an argument to say that they're even better value then when you add the time that you could save when using them um We've managed to create a product and have it at a price that works for us. Obviously, we're a business, I know I've said that before, and works amazingly for the end user, the, the customer, the lash artist, that then works for the client because they get um, less time on the bed. They still get amazing lashes. The uh, lash artist can get more people in the door. They're paying and making the same, if not better, money now, um, and everybody wins. So pre-mades and pro-mades are coming along so fast. It's amazing. The only thing left for the industry at the moment would be for pre-mades to bring their price points down and believe me it is happening i can see it happening within the next year within the next year pre-made fans are going to drop in price pro-made fans are still going to exist and be great value for money and i think maybe with lash base leading the way on this pricing structure for them because don't get me wrong we may have brought them out. We weren't the first, but we're the people that have brought them. And I'm, I don't want to sound big headed by this, but we've definitely made the mainstream. Um, there are going to be more and more brands bringing out ProMades and they're going to have to match our price point with them. So ProMade fans are no longer worse for worse value for money. You, you can forget that argument now. That is the one thing, if anything, we wanted to, to, to fix with this product. And that is what we have done. And now you know all of that, which one should you be using? Which one's best? And the answer, like with all Lash products, is it's completely personal preference. There are no rights, there are no wrongs, there are no rules. You are a Lash artist, you are creative, you can do whatever you want and whatever works for you and whatever is best for you and your business and your clients at the end of the day. I still uh, don't believe that it's necessary uh, to argue with others about how you're advertising what you're using because at the end of the day the clients don't care um, and I know I've had people say yes the clients do care but they don't they've only they may have been told to care and that's why they care now but it's uh, clients that know nothing that don't understand it they just want nice lashes they honestly they really don't care you can't necessarily tell the difference between a pro a pre a handmade when they're all used correctly. You can talk about personalization, you can talk about what you want, but now with ProMades and PreMades and the selections that are available to you, there is so much available now that you can create fully personalized lash sets, probably and achieve a better look with PreMades and ProMades than you could with handmades. Maybe, but maybe not. That's the thing, and that's the beauty of the lash industry. You get to do what you want and what's best for you. Um, and I encourage that massively. So for me, Handmade still has a place in this industry and will continue to have a place in this industry. Uh, Pre-mades are only going to get, I say better, they're going to get cheaper in price because there are new manufacturers popping up with the capabilities to make pre-made fans, which means uh, the product supply and demand is just going to get cheaper for people like Lashbase, which means it's going to get cheaper for the end users. Pro-mades are going to go from strength to strength this year as well. I, I know it. Um more brands are going to bring them out. Things are going to advance. Um, yes, there are going to be ups and downs. We're all learning. It's all growing and evolving as we go. Uh, but just be open to it. Try them. Try them and see what you think. And I promise you, you're more than likely going to like using them. 
even if it's just to throw a few in every now and again if you just want to speed up the sets or if you're running out of time. So that basically brings me to the end of this episode in what seems to be a long time coming. I, I hope that 2022 is going to be a year that the Lash Base podcast does um, pick up again uh, because I've got to make it a priority because I really enjoy doing this. I really feel like it brings value. Something that shows me that this is working and it is worth it is when um, you, the listener, screenshots that you're listening or takes a picture of whatever it is you're doing right now and posts it um onto Instagram and tag at lashbase underscore Jamie to let me know that you're listening. The shares help. It brings awareness to the podcast. The more listeners, the more good feedback or just the feedback in general. I don't mind constructive feedback. Um, It shows me that this is worth doing and I really enjoy doing it and I hope you've really, really enjoyed listening. Um, And I would say for me, that is about it. Thank you very much for listening. It's great to be back and I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on this one.